With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Foul's going to be called on Crowder. I knew it would be a totally different result. And he's down on the floor. When Anthony Davis got an and one despite kicking. The ensuing contact by Davis to the groin of Crowder. Jay Crowder right in the forbidden speed bag. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Kicked him in um, the Crowders. But kicked him in the Crowders. Today's guests. Patriots reporter for The Athletic, Jeff Howe. Actor, Ty Burrell. Plus, co-host of Brother From Another, Michael Smith. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I'm your humble host here in Southern California. My name is Rich Eisen, thus the name of the show. Um, We're pleased that uh, you are here with us here on uh, NBC Sports on Peacock. We're here, you're there. We're here, you're there. You're listening to us on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, uh, either terrestrial uh, either you're listening on the Terrestrial Radio uh, Network, uh, smart enough to have the Rich Eisen Show. We we say kudos to your program directors. Um, and uh, uh, Sirius XM Channel 211, NBC Sports Audio. Also, Odyssey. Hey, you can stream us for free, uh, for free listening to us. Put us right in your ear gate. Um, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Hey, How are you? buddy, what's happening? Uh, Mike Del Tufo is off today. Look, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh, Jason Feller, you're a sweet man. We love you. We, we love you. And it's just we, we don't we don't know why he's not here. That's the problem is I'm I've already established why this show is called The Rich Eisen Show, because I am I am that guy. And right. I, I should I should know, like, literally, I should know what he's doing right now. I don't know what he's doing. I should. I, but it's good to see you is essentially what I'm saying. Good to see you, too. Brockman has literally <laughs> lost some of his energy over there. Good to see you, T.J. Jefferson. How are you, sir? Well, Rich, speaking of radio affiliates, yes, sir. I think it's time that maybe we got on Altoona, Pittsburgh area. Like, how do we make that happen? I don't know. We, we got fans you're, there. You're I'm the sure. daytime demo king. Make it happen. Yeah, that's exactly. true. All right. If you give me Call that your permission. Mother. Your mother, your mother would know, wouldn't she? Wouldn't she know? My mom would have no idea about the I local mean, radio. Look, here's what we should do. We should call up. Is is there a local affiliate in Altoona, Pennsylvania? Yeah, of course. Okay. Let's call up those radio stations and say, have you seen uh, Above the Fold or Below the Fold? It, I mean, it's right the there. The star of the Rich show. Very good. Let's call we'll Dale Rudell. Hook us up. We'll look into it. We'll look into it. <laughs> uh, not the top story of the day. What? At all. <laughs> there you So let's talk. Uh, what do you want to talk? NBA playoffs? NBA playoffs last night? I think let's talk about uh, uh, what went down in MSG, man. Oh, yeah. uh, well, that was. Uh, well, you know what? I was going to go with the one seed in the West just because they, eh. you know, they're Utah. Um, and. Uh, I mean, like LeBron said, no. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Excuse me. And, and, and fans in New York will have to understand that we're talking about Utah sports first because. Fans in New Yorker should get familiar with Utah sports, certainly since the Jet 
quarterback of the future. That's true. Is That's true. you know the broad Broadway Zach Zach's Fifth Avenue yeah. Goldman Zach's Goldman Zach's and also Rich. Most of the Knicks fans are probably sleeping it off right now after they party throughout oh, the night gosh. last night. Uh, you know what? <laughs> what a scene. Just hold on. Put a pin in that for a second. Because <laughs> we should talk about a fifty-win team that gets one of their best players back and they got a different result despite the fact yeah, that they you put had, up one forty. John Morant. John Morant is uh, a problem. Man, yes. Man. Superstar. He's a problem for for you know everybody for going to be for everybody. Oh <laughs> for yeah, all, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's tip the cap right there. All right, now let's talk about the Knicks. <laughs> well, so Rich, you know, Brockman, I the Jazz were very balanced last night. If we do want to talk, the we Jazz. should. They were the they're the that, top seed in the conference. It's supposed to be so and wide they looked open like it. They and looked so like deep. It. They hit nineteen if, threes last night. I mean, Barkley said if if LeBron makes it to the finals and goes through three straight on the road playoff games because they they won't have home field advantage and home court advantage in any of the mm-hmm. playoff games that this could be the most impressive LeBron run ever. And if he beats the Nets, then you could have a conversation that he's better than Jordan. So we should talk about Utah. Yeah, they played a great game last night. All right, let's talk about the Knicks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, go ahead. How, I, I, how balanced were they? <laughs> I'm just saying. It was, a, it was a good game. It was a good it team It was effort. a good game. It was a good 19 game. 19 threes made last night. They it balled. was a good team effort. I agree with you. And it was good to see Donovan Mitchell back. Yeah. And it looked like... I mean, they had seven guys in double figures. We talk actual stats. No, let's, let's talk about this, though. All right. The Knicks. <laughs> Did Donovan Mitchell perform the way he performed because he was ready in game one or he had that extra rest because he was sat in game one? Because he didn't look injured at all to me. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on television. But he did not look at all injured to me. At all. And apparently that caused some uh, commotion with the team of him wanting to play and them not wanting him to play. Yeah, he was surprised he was a scratch. So let's see how it goes. Uh, it was congrats to to him to get on the court. Looked so good. Now, are you uh, are you good news or bad news person first? You want the bad news first, or good news first. What is what's your what's your default? I want the bad news first. What's yeah, I like your... I like to end on a high note. Okay, so. so that's that's the way I am too. Yeah. Fans back in the building in the NBA playoffs. Fans back in the building. Whoever threw the popcorn at uh, Russell Westbrook should be should be shamed, should be canceled. Let's use the phrase that pays these days. Absolutely. <laughs> Make a mistake, you deserve another shot, sure. That's why he was indefinitely, or she, I don't believe the gender of the fan was identified. Was it he? Okay. So that he was uh, indefinitely uh, banned from... Uh, all events inside the home of the Philadelphia 76ers indefinitely. So I don't know how you earn your way back in a building. Do you go and you apologize to the general manager? I don't know what it, how you do. But um, the season tickets of this fan has been revoked. Kudos on the Philadelphia 76ers for doing what they did. Was it First Union? Is that the name of the uh, facility? Uh, Wells, Fargo. Wells, Wells Fargo. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wells Fargo. I'm sorry. A lot of banks. I, I just do my banking with one bank, neither of which I just mentioned. <laughs> At any rate, I am not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan, okay? I am not. I I, I, I do love his energy. I do love uh, everything that Jeff Van Gundy said the other day that he wants to win and and and, and everything, it seems like he tries his 
he, he puts a hundred million percent into everything that he does. Yeah. But I, I only say that I am not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan. If, you had, if, I had, if, if I had to name you my 10 favorite NBA players, he might not be one of them. Okay? The reason why I front load this is to say I, I, I still stand in his defense. Of course. I don't like to hear anything that is disrespectful towards anybody. Nobody, even as they're getting sent off, deserves to have anything thrown on them. It doesn't matter if it's liquid, solid, heavy, soft, light. doesn't matter. Russell Westbrook had every right to say this after the game last night when a fan threw popcorn on him. I don't know, bro. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I was leaving out, and then I just seen so popcorn on top of my head, you know. Um, and to be blatantly honest, man, this shit is getting out of hand, uh, especially for me. Um, just the amount of disrespect, the amount of just fans just doing whatever the they want to do. It's just it's out of pocket, man. It's out of pocket, seriously. Like, in the other setting, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for the fans enjoying the game and having fun. And, you know, it's part of sports. I get it. Uh, but there's certain things that cross the line. Uh, and any other setting, I know for a fact that fans and uh, they wouldn't come up. And a guy wouldn't come on the street and pour popcorn on my head because he know what happened. That's right. Damn straight. He know what happened. <laughs> yep. And you know what? Here's I'll just do one better. You know what the fan would probably do if they see Russell Westbrook on the street? Hey, Russ. Hey, man, I love you, Russ. You're amazing. I want a selfie. I want an autograph. Yeah. <laughs> big fan. Big fan. Big fan. I love you, man. I've seen fans boo Roger Goodell like crazy, and then Roger Goodell goes in the in the stands of the draft, and they're all not now they're they're selfie, mm-hmm. selfie, selfie. Fact, and you know, I, I'll also say this in advance of tonight's Kyrie Irving return to Boston. I know you were upset about his comments the tomorrow, other day. Yeah, is it tomorrow? It's okay, tomorrow. Yeah, I, right. did, I didn't like. I, it. I, you didn't like it because you're not one of those fans that's going to scream racist stuff at him. Uh, that's true. And and him saying something about what uh, what was the phrase that he used that subtle racism. subtle racism, yeah. right? That you as somebody who would never do anything like that don't want to be painted with the same brush as somebody who probably does. Okay? It's not like that's never happened in the history of sports, let alone in the city of Boston. That's true. It happens And everywhere. you don't want to be pointed, painted as a broad brush. And that's the problem with Kyrie saying what he had to say in that regard is that he paints everybody with that brush. And your point was, hey, Kyrie, we wanted to make you the mayor of this town. You yeah. had every right to do it with your play and everything else that went there and obviously didn't happen. You know, it's just he's just passing blame for his role and why you know things are going to be said in his direction. But yeah, let's that there, said, there's you a still, big but there. There's man. a big like, but. It yes, should not have to be. But, but it, 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 no, no, it, no, 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 no. It is. So a, it is a it, point it, to be it made. It best not be racist, subtle, or otherwise. Right. Like he said, keep it to basketball. Keep it to basketball, and that's fine. Yeah. So to anyone getting mad about that, like, and agree, like you're not the guy who would do that. But you can't tell me that. It's no, not are, happening. You no, know, I know that. Can't tell there me that it hasn't been said. Yeah. And he didn't just it, pull that out of nowhere. And if and he's say heard it. it, if he's heard it, then he has every right to sit here and say that. But he also has to understand. Maybe, maybe a, a little. I know not everybody's like that. Well, like he said, you know, he has been a opponent in that building. How about this? How about this? Racism is abhorrent, and it should be called yeah, out. Obviously, and he did it in advance, 
and you have to respect that. I respect it, too. Any fan that goes to uh, TD Garden, right? Is that what it is? Did I get that right? TD Garden, okay. yeah. On, uh, on, on Friday night and says anything in that regard? Well, let's get him out of there. Get him out of there. Take his or her season tickets yeah, away, too. Absolutely. There's a line. It shouldn't be crossed. Ever. And popcorn, you, I don't want to sit here. People sit here and I'm equating popcorn with racism, subtle or otherwise. It's just a form of abuse that's passed a line. Yeah, there was no need. The guy got up out of his seat, leaned over, and it was just like, what are you doing? What the hell? What what did you think was going to happen? But also, I'm not sure if you're going to get to this because you may not have seen this because it came out late. Did you see the spitting incident? Somebody spat at Trey Young yesterday, right? Yeah. I mean, popcorn is one thing, and that's bad. But you're going to spit on someone? It's kind of like the pandemic. Did people forget how to behave? I also see some video of like some fans beating the crap out of each other in Houston. Houston, yeah, you know, and it's just like I think fans (laughs) might need some sort of code of conduct reminder. I'll give it to you. Don't hit anybody. Don't spit at anybody. Don't throw anything at any of the people who are trying to entertain you. And by the way, uh, I think this goes for all walks of life. Don't be racist. Yeah, don't be racist. Yeah, (laughs) I think you summed. Did I handle that right? I think you did, guys. Do we cover all of that? I think we're good. Sounds good. Do we need a reminder of that? Now the good stuff. Even you, sir. Even the hard bitten. I'll kill. I'll, I'll lump you in here for this moment because it suits me. Okay. East coaster like yourself. <laughs> Don't lump me in with East coast because I am East coast. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not. When you say lump, it's like you're going to add me to something that I don't belong in. Yeah, you're not. You're not. I don't know. Yeah. What do you know? You know. I mean, once you're two and a two hour drive from the Atlantic Ocean, you're stop it. East coast ish, but for this point. That I'm about to make. Welcome to the East Coast. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> even you. Welcome are- to the party, pal. <laughs> but I can't even sit here and say that you're welcome to it because even you, as a hard bitten Sixer fan, got caught up in the New York sports crowd in Madison Square Garden because you're a Met fan. Half of those half of those Nick fans are there are upset that Noah Syndergaard shut down for Buster 2021 today. <laughs> You know, yeah, you had to bring that up. No, yeah. seriously, half of those Nick fans over there are, are 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 are, you know, sitting and crawling through the desert because they really haven't had the, their baseball itch scratch. The other half are Yankee fans and live much better. Oh, here. But anyway, long story short, I got sidetracked. What a hell of a crowd again, huh? Jumps through the screen, doesn't it? It was amazing yeah. last night, man. Madison Square Garden <laughs> crowd awesome. just jumps through the screen when they are lit, and it's not even a full house right now. And then all the celebrities are back, staying in 50 Cent. Right. I mean, literally, that's that's oh, like that's two different Pandora channels sitting right there. <laughs> that's the collab I didn't know I needed. <laughs> exactly. I need that collab. <laughs> I need that every breath you take in the candy shop to go to release tonight. That's a Venn diagram we didn't see coming. But here we go, man. That was a great game. Atlanta up 15. Knicks come back and win it. And um, and it's interesting how, how things work out. You know, Taj Gibson spoke about it after the game. Couldn't believe that it's him and Coach Thibs and Derek Rose back together. And, and now, you know, the road sort of weirdly traveled to get to this point. How about Derrick Rose in his second stint with the Knicks? His first one was dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. Now, you know, I know this is offensive to Chicago fans. So here we go. Uh-oh. You know, Chicago fans, and, and he may, they, you, you may be right. You may be right already. Think Derrick Rose is a Hall of Famer, right? 
right? <sighs> right? Borderline. Talk to our call screener. You think he'll say that Derrick Rose is a Hall of Famer? Maybe. Bulls fans would not agree with that. I think he's he uh, an MVP and he's been around long enough and he's done a lot in this league and he's survived and he's he, having a nice resurgence that is pushing his uh, his. Case. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he he gets the Knicks through to it and the it being the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't think we get any past that. That means the Knicks Knicks. Um, by the way, let's just set the stage right now, okay? Let's set the stage right now. Do it. Knicks Sixers would be off the charts, Ooh. and I know. If, about Hawks fans saying, what are you talking about? That'd be old school. Old school. And then Knicks Nets for the right to go to the play to the NBA Finals would be insane. Especially since even with the Nets doing what they're doing, who's the Billy Crystal of the Brooklyn Nets, right? Who's the uh, who's the Lou Gossett Jr. of the Brooklyn Nets crowd? <laughs> I mean, still, it just shows you when it all comes down to it, Knicks are an incredible story. They got Derrick Rose. They got Julius Randle being the most improved player. Yep. They got a coach who can coach defense, which, yep. you know, Knicks fans really appreciate. Young when guys they, are playing. You know, and with all due respect to the rest of the league, there is no crowd that, that, that chants defense that rattles your cage more than the Madison Square Garden crowd. Honestly, everybody chants defense in, in, in all the arenas across the league. Nothing like it. But... This just proves to you, again, as you see all the celebrities that are at these Knicks games, that even with Harden, Kyrie, and Durant together, celebrities will still not cross a bridge or a body of water <laughs> to go to a basketball game. They just won't. And their courtesy cars will go across the Brooklyn Bridge. Just like anything else. The Manhattan Bridge, you can you can take a courtesy car over that. They won't do just it. won't do it. They won't do it. And Barclays is beautiful. And it is. They just won't do it. Just... Yeah. And I was listening to First Take this morning, and Stephen A. brought up a good point. This is what Kyrie That's what they and want. Durant I know. And are, are missing. Of course. By going to Brooklyn. I know that. If they had gone to the Knicks. That's what, that's, that's what Zion's talking about. And I didn't think that this could get put back together again, ever again. Because as you know, the owner sucks. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> I didn't think they'd put this back together again like that. And we saw a night like that. And now we'll unpin what you said earlier to start the, this program. All the uh, Ziggies who celebrated being above 500 finally got to see a, an actual playoff win, a real deal NBA playoff game and win. That actually happened. And now all they got to do is do it three more times against an Atlanta Hawks team that's talented but still is trying to find a light switch themselves. Yep. Who can find a light switch first? That's the key to the Hawks and the, the Knicks series over seven games. Because I think this is going to go seven games. And the seventh game would be lit in Madison Square Garden. And I think the whole country would agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. If you had to choose a game, uh, uh, a series to go seven games right now, what would you choose? Obviously, you can't choose Nets-Celtics because that's a fan. That's that's uh, that's <laughs> fantasy. Uh, that's oh, I would say Clippers-Mavs at this point. I know you take that, right? I don't <laughs> think it would. No, man. I want to see Knicks and Hawks. These games have been awesome. You could you could sit here and say Bucks heat too, but. That series is over yeah, too. I don't think so. Love it. It was amazing. So that's awesome. the good the good and the bad it's of the good, fans the being the back, bad. man. Watching Obi to Tobin's mom tearing up as the crowd chanted her son's name. Yeah. That was great. Julius Randle, there was a point where he had a little bad stretch in the fourth. And then, a, this, by the way, does he have a beautiful kid? or what? Right, oh and God. they show this kid, right? Oh, and so it's a beautiful he, missed boy. The, he missed the shot, and I thought, man, the crowd's about to turn on him right now. And then 
Jules had this look on his face where he got the ball foul line extended and it was just like, I'm making a play right now. And he made a great move oh, into the lane, dished it off to Taj Gibson for the dunk. Yeah, he did. And that crowd. Because he got caught caught up in the paint and he and found, he, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the crowd, would, and I'm sitting yeah. there like, yo, this is incredible yeah. right now. Yeah. And it really beat what the Clippers did because we had cardboard cutouts in the stands, which I don't even want to get in. I don't want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, let's. Wh- whose idea was that? Like, how to be the how to be uh, the guy who runs Microsoft, right? Why would you, like cardboard cutouts? It's, oh, it's, if you print it on a Microsoft printer. <laughs> <laughs> Windows ninety five. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. The Clippers are the only ones with cardboard cutouts in the stands. But there were real people in between the cutouts. I know. I not a good look. Anyway, the garden well, was rocking last night. Unfortunately, the way that the Clippers played, you couldn't tell the difference between the real and the cardboard. <laughs> By the but way, and TJ, don't worry about it. There's not going to be any more games uh, for the Clippers at home this year. So. <laughs> the way it's, oh, man. Statistically speaking, you he are correct. Went there. <laughs> he went there. Speaking of he went there, Bryson DeChambeau um, will... We'll, We'll be fair and balanced. The, the, yesterday was just the three-hour, uh, <laughs> a three-hour commercial for Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson going right at Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. They struck back, I guess, to use a Star Wars phrase as well. Although, though, I do believe that was uh, Return of the Jedi that we saw on uh, it was Return of the on Jedi. Aaron Rodgers Instagram. But we'll hit on we'll hit on that. Oh, and by the way, there's NFL news to discuss big time. June first, the salary cap. After a June 1st, after the calendar turns in just a few short days, next Tuesday, right? Isn't that June 1st, next Tuesday? Isn't that right? Uh, that it's, it? it's soon. Yes. Uh, and and so uh, as of Tuesday, as, well. as of Tuesday, Tuesday, man, as of Tuesday, if you make a trade or cut somebody after that date, the cap, the cap is easier for you to, the cap hit is easier for you to absorb. Julio Jones, Aaron Rodgers, if there's something that's going to happen, it's going to happen after Tuesday or beyond. And Tuesday, it looks like, could be Julio Jones. Diana Rossini of ESPN tweeting out today that her sources say that Atlanta's sitting on multiple trade offers, including one for a future first-rounder. Oh. Mm-hmm. In that regard, the Patriots are out on a practice field, and they're letting the media see it. All right. Jeff Howe of The Athletic, who covers Brockman's team, will yeah. be joining us in the second hour, which means, Chris, the win-loss game for the 2021 right. Patriots camp uh, schedule. We'll do that. 17-0. and 0. Ty Burrell, diehard Rams fan, is the only Rams fan who will be on today's uh, only season ticket holder of the Rams on today's show who won't sell all of his tickets. What? what? <laughs> Come on. Ty Burrell is in season two of the animated comedy Duncanville, which premiered this past weekend with two episodes on Fox. And then Michael Smith, a brother from another, will help us take us to his show. That's where we're rolling. All right, we're late for Diana Rossini. I'm going to let her know that we're about to call her from ESPN. We will say, I want to know your information. That's next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about the white hot OG putter. You know what was not white hot yesterday? Uh oh. Me on the golf no, course. No, no, but no, no, the no. putter what was. Happened? What I, happened? Here's the difference between the white hot OG putter and my golf game yesterday. I was not white hot. Okay. Well, I was I was a white, white guy right, yeah. who was hot because it was a hot day. <laughs> right. And also I'm about to turn fifty two, so I'm an OG in many different respects. Put it all together in a putter, much better than my combination in every stretch of the imagination yesterday. Actually, that was the best part of my game yesterday was the, was the putting. <laughs> Thanks to the White Hot OG putter. The two ball, the Rossi, the number seven, the rest of the head shape spot, modern, up, modern upgrades and fine surface milling from an ultra premium look to inspire confidence over the ball. And again, the White Hot OG putter 
features the most popular insert of all time, a beautiful balance of nostalgia and craftsmanship that you have to see to believe with that famous urethane insert that golfers everywhere have come to love. Legendary, then iconic, now. See the white-hot OG family of putters today at odysseygolf.com. Back with the latest on the Julio Jones trade and more, possibility Julio Jones trade, from Diana Rossini of ESPN. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you wouldn't mind, I would love to, to role-play with you, just real briefly, Gronk, okay? We're I play the role of somebody that I'm kind of familiar with, and you play the role of somebody that you're familiar with, if you don't mind. Um, I'm going to play a a guy who went to Michigan, um, okay, who's a leader in his field. Uh, His name is Tom, and you play the role of a tight end with a Hall of Fame resume, okay? And the time is going to be, let's go, November 1st. 2019 in the future not too distant future are, are, would you mind if we quickly role play this out uh, we got what we got one scene okay here we go one scene here we go ready uh chris say action when you got it okay ready? all right guys ready all right guys ready yes action hey, rob it's tom how you been hey tom good man i've been doing great man you're you're still killing it you're like 42 years old now. I mean, yeah. I know you miss me, Tom. I know you do. I do. I do. Gronk, I do, man. We. It's not just me. It's it's everybody. We all miss you. And, you know, things are going great. You know, Bill's a pain in the ass. But, 
It's really, you know, it's really, it's really something that could be better with you. Would you, would you think of coming back and playing with me, Rob? Uh, um, I mean, you know, I miss you too. I miss the guys, but I'm just chilling, man. I'm, I'm down in the Bahamas right now, just relaxing. <laughs> I got I'm sipping my water and I got I got your electrolytes in it, Tom. So don't worry. Don't worry, baby. I got the electrolytes in the water and I'm sipping on a protein margarita, Tom. So I'm chilling. Thank you. I love you. I miss you. But there's but I'm just relaxing, homie. There's no chance, Rob. This is Tom. This is Tom. You know, call me when you get to the playoffs. <laughs> And scene. Cut. <laughs> Rob, Rob, you're a natural, man. You are a natural. Oh. You're a natural. That was great. That, that was so funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It sounded... That was lifelike to me. I thought that was yeah, pretty good. That was, that was pretty good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Nobody has a better... Top... Top giggle in the NFL, right? Is Robbie wow. Lewandowski? <laughs> I, I, he, he I'll be honest with you. So I don't know. Funny. I don't know any other giggles in the NFL. I mean, That's good. They've got to, It's got to be the best. He had no idea we were going to do that. That was two years ago. Of course, he didn't come back to the Patriots, but uh, he came uh, back. <laughs> he and Tom did connect. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on NBC Sports on Peacock, and back with our radio audience as well. Uh, from the worldwide leader in sports to maybe put a, a little bit more meat on the bones of her tweet that came out this morning that uh, Julio Jones trade is afoot, to say the least, from the worldwide leader in sports, Diana Rossini. How are you, Diana? Hi, Rich. 99% of the time, I envy you. I want to be you. I want to live where you live. Okay. But right now in New York... Mm-hmm. This is the place to be. So I can officially say it is much better in Manhattan than it is in Manhattan Beach. Okay, um, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's go there first. I, I didn't think we'd we'd go anywhere other than the Julio Jones trade first. But <laughs> you open the door. What what's so great? The Knicks win a playoff game, or I don't get it. What, like what's so great about my hometown right now? I just can't remember the last time New York felt this alive. Okay. I mean, I know we're excited as a city to just have a little post-COVID normalness that feels a bit with restaurants and bars open and no one's wearing masks walking outside. It's been beautiful weather. But to actually be able to be proud to be a Knicks fan, to want to (laughs) wear orange again, a color that looks terrible on most people. But now, uh, with my tan, the orange is all I'm wearing for the next month. So, I mean, you might disappear with your tan uh, and some wearing orange. <laughs> so, uh, you're from the Bronx, right? Is that where you're from? I'm, I'm originally from the Bronx, okay. but I grew up most of my life in New Jersey. Um, so, that's why my tan is orange. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just has been a while since even the discussion of Madison Square Garden being yes. electric. The last time it was electric, it was in a movie, you know, that, that, that Adam Sandler probably did like 15 years ago. I can't even recall. So, it, look, I'm, I'm not really trying to make you that jealous, just no. so slightly. Uh, but no, the, city, the city's hopping, and it's good. Well, it's great. I mean, and then maybe you should help me with this, Diana, since you're, you have such a sunny disposition, as you've already established, and, 
and you also resemble the uh, the uh, yellow orb or orange orb <laughs> in the sky, um, as you've just established. I just can't get past the fact that I hate James Dolan so bad and that this makes him happy and that I, I, I don't know. I, I know I'm going to have to let this go at some point in time. But, you know, the fact that we're not all one big happy organizational family like Oakley's not on board. I can't be on board. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very difficult for me to Look, separate winning, the two. Winning cheers all. They say that. And I haven't experienced it here in New York in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is incredible how much you can put past Put your hate in the back pocket. Uh, okay. Get a little taste uh, of what this feels like. So I, I hear you on the uh, on the Dolan stuff. This has been going on forever. I know that. But right. uh, for now, let, let's try to enjoy this, okay? Okay. <laughs> Put your hate in your back pocket is a very nice way to go about it. It also sounds like a nice jingle. Put your hate in your back pocket and just smile when Julius Randle passes off to Todd Gibson. I got it. I will do that. How does that sound, Diana? It sounds wonderful. Okay, very good. Thank you for helping me with that. Now, help me with the the Julio Jones trade. I have Diana Rossini here on the Rich Eisen Show. Your tweet um, certainly caught my eye today that the uh, Falcons have discussed several trade offers for Julio Jones, including an offer for a future first-round draft pick. And uh, go for it. What what uh, what can you tell me about this? Yeah, Diana? let's start with right around the draft, the the buzz began, and, and that's when it really got out. Uh, the Falcons had been doing work over the phone probably since early March uh, when they started to, to put it out there that, hey, we're open for business. They had a few teams. They had some interest. The price they wanted, not great at the time. Not bad, just not what they were looking for. What they're looking for, a first-rounder. Over the last three, four days, it's really started to heat up. Uh, the traditional thing that we've seen these days with quarterbacks reaching out to their potential new receivers or new star players has begun. Quarterbacks from big teams, big star players have started to call Julio. The recruitment has begun. But as we know, it always comes down to what's going to be the value. What is the trade value? Atlanta wants a first-rounder, and they seem pretty um, – stuck on that they're not willing to wiggle as of now and they have an offer on the table from a team from what i've been able to gather late last night and early this morning uh, i think sometimes when you hear reports like this you immediately think well obviously that's atlanta telling her this because they want the price to go up um but the initial information i actually received was from another team who was interested which then made me do some work on it uh, because this team was, does not have a first-rounder available, or at least they're not willing to give it up for Julio, and they were pretty bummed to hear that the chances of landing him were, were, were decreasing. So here, we're at, here we are at, uh, and I think it's, it's heating up, Rich. I think this is something that we can see go down over the next few weeks here. And so um, this is uh, born out of, um, out of uh, I guess, the salary cap necessity, um, or or the fact that Julio apparently asked for a trade, according to my colleague at the NFL Media Group and Ian Rappaport months ago. What, what, why now? Is it the Ju- June 1st uh, ability for Atlanta to not take the biggest cap hit possible as opposed to the draft? Is that why we're seeing the timing right now, Diana Rossini? Very much so, Rich. That is the reason. And, look, it's a little... You, we, we could probably split hairs on what really went down in terms of was this 
Julio asking for a trade first, or was this the Falcons open to trading him? Um, the way I gathered the information since I started hearing about this a few weeks ago, or actually a few months ago, mm-hmm. it was Atlanta was open to trading, and then Julio found out about it, and then that's how that began. So, and look, it really doesn't matter. Obviously, both sides just aren't happy. They don't want it. They don't want to be together. So, mm. after this June first date, it makes the most sense. And it, it's something that's going to most likely happen. And it, and it all works out as it sounds like it is right now. Atlanta could walk away with a first round draft pick for a 32 year old wide receiver. That would be remarkable. Uh, but it's not just any 32 year old wide receiver either, I guess. So name me some teams that you're hearing that would be um, the landing spot here for Julio Jones, Diana. Well, there's a big difference between the teams that are offering the first round, the future first round draft pick, obviously, and those that are interested. Um, the names that I've been hearing over the last week or so, the New England Patriots, uh, the Tennessee Titans have been talking to Atlanta as well. Um, I have not heard if it was those teams that have been willing to come up. Um, the sense I'm getting is that price is too high. The San Francisco 49ers, the Baltimore Ravens, Price too high is what I keep hearing from those teams. So those are the ones I've been able to check in with to to confirm are in, but may not have the right value right now for that trade to go down. But, um, again, I think just historically, when you look back the past 25 years, 11 receivers have been traded for at least one first-round draft pick. Of those, Randy Moss and Joey Galloway, and they were both 28. Yeah. And they both went to uh, New England, too, right? I mean, yeah, well, well, wound up in New England at, at one point, obviously. Um, yeah. So, um, Diana Rossini of ESPN here on The Rich Eisen Show. So, we've established that Julio Jones is, it, it looks like this thing's about to, it, it's popping. Like, the, this is the sort of stuff you need to hear before June 1st. You need to hear it the week before June 1st in order for this thing to actually happen. And, and uh, we're seeing it. You're hearing it, and, and now we're seeing it. So uh, a team that I think would be, uh, you know, a great landing spot for him and would help uh, fix everything um, for everybody involved. If Atlanta's looking for cap relief and they're also in this draft did not get the successor to Matt Ryan, who they still eventually will have to get. Uh, and then there's another team that does have a young quarterback whose presence irks the MVP quarterback that's on the pro- uh, roster just not because of his personality, but because we heard that uh, on on Monday night that there's a certain culture that uh, people don't get respected in. Why not the Packers, is what I'm saying, with Aaron Rodgers and the Falcons and Jordan Love going there with a two and everybody gets what they want and we move forward. What about that idea? Because the cap could be massaged by Green Bay to make it work. Yeah, I think we both know we can. They can make these the salary cap work for anybody. Um, I'm unfortunately learning that the, the longer I'm doing this as a reporter, because that used to be my debate on everything. Well, they don't have the salary because they don't have the room. They don't have the room, and every GM is like, "Stop saying that. You sound very dumb on television." Um, figure, learn what really goes down. That's all uh, pretend, so to speak. But look, Green Bay's never been one to hop in on stuff like this. They, they've shown interest in other receivers in the past that I've heard over the last, in, in, during the off season and even during the season. Um, but I think the problem with Green Bay right now is 
moving forward, I don't know if they know what is happening, what, what the reality of who is going to be under center. And we're seeing Aaron look happy in love, perhaps maybe oversharing. I think something we all do while we're in love um, on social media right now. And, and clearly sending a message, Rich, that you guys are all sweating this. You're all watching me on every interview. Uh, we, we know Matt LaFleur uh, probably watched the Kenny Main interview once, if not twice, to make sure just to see the tone, the feel, is there hope for them. Um, and as I continue to just talk to people around the league, it's, it's not improving. There isn't one thing Green Bay can do. Do I think they could put together a couple big moves to make him happy? Maybe. But I don't know if I don't know if trading for Julio Jones fixes all of this. Yeah, I, I know, know this could be everything. I know cuz the the we don't know what the everything is, but to say to Aaron Rodgers, "Okay, you wanted certainty financially that might translate into the certainty that you could finish here under your own terms." How about finishing here with the greatest wide receiver tandem in the NFL, if not for the in, in the NFL for this uh, this century that's now 21 years old? I mean, Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. All right, Aaron, you wanted you wanted this big Bobby Tanyan. We put Aaron Jones a little bit on the credit card, too. You know, uh, I know you wanted Jake Kumaro, but how does Julio Jones sound instead? You know, like to me, that would be the wet kiss publicly to say, you know, um, Come back from Hawaii. Let's go. I mean, don't you think that would be the way to go? In a way, is the front o- is the front office part of the trade? Are well, they I, going to? Well, I mean, the front office would be the one to pull it off, and because the front, we all know the way this works. There's no way Mark Murphy's going to throw his general manager overboard for anybody. Like that's just it, it. It's even for Aaron Rodgers. Like and 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 so w- would that really be helpful? That Rodgers now goes into his final window of trying to win in Green Bay, is saying I run the organization here and then own like everything. Uh, I-, I don't know. I mean, I- I'd rather take Julio Jones if that's my gambit. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, and I know this is pure potential fantasy football talk when it all comes down to it, but you know, there's a lot of time between now and June first for us to fill. Be very honest. You know what I'm saying? And then there's certain, there's there's a lot of tentacles to this. You know, I, I had a GM. Not in that division. Um, just having cut, look, every, every team right now is watching this. One, because it's so interesting, and I think everyone is putting themselves in the shoes of Green Bay, putting themselves in the shoes of Aaron Rodgers to try to see what would I do in the case? What would you do if you're the GM? What would you do if you were Matt LaFleur? Um, and so I, I, I just had one GM share this with me. He said, you know, I think Green Bay may have more leverage than what we're really giving them credit for when you look at this, right? Because the league MVP is miserable. He wants to get traded. Okay, so let's just say they trade him. He's not on the team. But what if they don't trade him and they keep him on the team and Aaron Rodgers takes a a hard line stance on this and says, I'm going to sit out and eat, you know, what, $45, $50 million because he'll get a signing bonus taken away, as we know, and, you know, whatever numbers, it's a lot, Right. Um, and sit down all the next year, it gives Green Bay the same result. They don't have the league MVP playing for them. But what they do now have is time. Time to do some work on these future draft picks. Time to communicate with other teams and perhaps get a better deal. And I just thought that was interesting perspective from a, from a different uh, organization, but also just something I, I didn't hear a lot about. 
Yeah, I guess, again, you know, uh, put it all together. And, you know, for me, it, getting Julio Jones on the team would be a way to fix it. And then the other way around, of course, the general managers around the league are are, are keeping an eye on this, too, because Green Bay would be a far worse team and less of a threat to win a Super Bowl this year without Aaron Rodgers. And whichever team that Aaron Rodgers would wind up on would not be as great a Super Bowl threat as Green Bay would be with Aaron Rodgers because it's a new system. And, you know, the opportunity of him to win in the first year, we just saw what a lightning strike lottery ticket that is, and it it did hit for Tampa. But I don't know if, like, Denver or other places uh, would be that spot like Tampa, I don't know if Denver's is ready made to win as Tampa uh, was. I, I, so I, I, yeah, I mean, like I, I'd be, I'd be rooting for, I'd be rooting for Aaron to force a trade too. If I was a GM, yeah, Diana, you know, and, and maybe I'm being a little bit, um, you know, a butterfly of optimism for you on this Thursday, but I, I do look at the Packers right now and what this coaching staff can do with the opportunity that they have with Jordan Love and Aaron not being there. And look, I know, I know the receivers aren't showing up at practice right now, and that, that only hurts the team. But Jordan Love is getting all these first-team reps. He's getting you know, some of that experience, getting in and out of the huddle. He didn't do anything. He didn't have any of this last season. He obviously didn't even play in a game. So mm-hmm. if they can figure out a way to maybe get this young quarterback going, Maybe there's their answer. He's not Aaron Rodgers. I, we're not going to debate this, right? right? We know this. We all know the answer. But as they continue to say he's a long ways away, well, now it's their time to try to figure out how to get him caught up because Aaron's not there. It's a distraction. And right now the only answer you have in front of you is him and Blake Bortles. I know. Thanks for the time, Diana. I really appreciate it. You uh, Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. That's the butterfly of optimism telling me to put hate <laughs> in my back pocket from ESPN. <laughs> Diana Rossini, everybody. Okay. I have one prediction on this, and I'm going to be so right about it, Uh-oh. about Julio Jones. I'm going to be so right about this. That prediction is next. Honestly, I, I won't even need to reach for the Magic 8 ball. This is going to happen. Wow. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I tried to explain to my eight-year-old the other day about what an encyclopedia was. Why? You know what? I sold encyclopedias for one week in Kansas Get City. Out of here! Swear to you, I. I, I you went door to door. David Keckner was a door to door encyclopedia salesman in Kansas City. Yes, I, I came. I uh, after my sophomore <laughs> year in college, I decided I'm not going back to Tipton, Missouri, where I'm. From 2,000 yes. people. I'm going to go to Kansas City where I get some buddies there if yeah. I met from college. My dad said, okay, well, you have to have X number of dollars saved yes. before you go back to school. Yes. Because I'm not just, you know, paying for everything. So I had a series of jobs. One selling cable, one selling encyclopedias, one selling Circus Delight ice cream, none of which panned out. I what? just had job after job. How many encyclopedias did you sell? None. Zero. There was a 10-page script. You had to go into yes. people's houses, and it yes. was a takeaway script. Yes. Do you believe education is important? Yes, of course well, I do. Great, so do I. It was just page <laughs> page of that. It's a takeaway. Well, I'm not sure you're really committed to your children if you don't believe blah, 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 blah. We used to get dropped off in the neighborhoods at like 1045 at night. Yeah. And, and ring the bell. Ring the bell. We had oh. cops call on us. I'm like, I don't think this job is the right one. Well, David, if uh, not to top you, as you topped me at the very Doesn't beginning matter. of We're this conversation. There's okay. no topping. There's Forever. Only, there's Forever. No, Forever. There's only communion. Okay, okay yes. so here, so uh, I. This is my favorite story, by the way. One of my first jobs I ever had was cold calling Brooklyn and Staten Island residents for the New York Post at Saturday morning, 8 a.m., and the language I heard, yeah, it, it's not even safe for certain types of work. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I could not, and I would sell uh, eventually the newspaper to people who hardly spoke English, oh. and it was terrible. I they felt, thought they I, had to take it. I felt I don't even think they knew what the hell the New York Post was. Right. But I mean, at eight in the morning on a Saturday, just call people up. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, what would be, are, 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 do you have? Do you, do you subscribe to the New York Post? No, I do not. Like, what would you like? I mean, it was terrible. Man. Oh my gosh! And then terrible. halfway after a minute, they're like, who is this? I know. <laughs> What? What? Do you remember the pitch at all? Oh, it was just, yeah. I mean, you know, how would you like to get the most New York or something stupid like that? Or But at 8 a.m., a, a lot of people don't pick up. Nope. Or if they do, they're just really... They're not interested in, in subscribing yeah. to a newspaper. Confused and then irate. So did you, so did you get, you didn't even get close to selling no. encyclopedia? Oh. No, 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 not even close. I mean, Even I, with I, that I, opening line of, do you care about education? Is education, yeah, it, you know what, I'll, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I couldn't, I, could, I only memorized the first page. Uh. So had I gotten to a sale, I would not have known what to do. I love that, man. I love all my Kansas City friends. Stone Street, Rudd, right? Rob Riggle, who I believe is coming on on a little holy moly in a couple uh, weeks. Holy moly. Yes. Back. Back here, we're back on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this uh, radio station, along with NBC Sports on Peacock. If you want to see us, it's so simple. You go to PeacockTV.com and you uh, you sign up for Peacock. It's a beautiful thing. We're on NBC Sports on Peacock every single day. It's the only streamer with a live portal, a live channels portal. And the NBC Sports on Peacock channel starts with Florio, then it goes Dan Patrick, then it's us, then it's Brother from Another with Michael Smith, who's on an hour three, and Michael Holly, and then it's Florio again. Good stuff. Call us, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. My prediction, Chris Brockman, on the Julio Jones front. Yeah, I'm interested in this. It's not that he's going to get traded. He's going to get traded. Yeah, he's I mean, definitely. again, like I said to Diana Rossini, who said that there's a, a sense of things. 
in the NFL that a trade is going to happen, and it's going to happen next week. June 1st is the date on the NFL calendar. Do not ask me why, but it is. If you make a trade, and it's after June 1st, or you can postmark it after June 1st by making it now and say we won't announce it till June 1st, it lessens the salary cap hit for a team. You can you can absorb the hit over multiple years as opposed to just this take it right on your ledger sheet right now, which is so crucial, certainly, with the cap so tight this year. So, um, and you need to hear now, week before, that it's coming. So we're hearing now, week before, that it's out there. So this the prediction is not that Julio Jones is going to get traded. I do believe he will get traded. And I hope your team out there, whoever it is, gets him because your team booked at me that much better. And the Falcons need to sign their team rookies and get the cap ramifications sandaled. And Julio Jones, unfortunately, is the guy who can help fix that, unfortunately for Atlanta, because Atlanta won't be better off for it this year. Here's my prediction. You ready for it, Christopher? What do you got? I bet it's even happening now. If it is, I'm unaware of it. But it's going to happen. The moment where Shannon Sharp had Julio on television and Julio did not know he was on television. He did not know. And he says, I'm out of there about the Atlanta Falcons. That will be looked at in hindsight by some. I don't know who it's going to be. It's probably somebody from that channel as having helped Julio Jones in the long run. He got traded. He wanted to be out of there. Guess what? It wasn't fun. Might not have been fun for him. Atlanta still got their one. Atlanta still got what they wanted. It will be viewed through the prism of actually help the guy. That's coming. That's my prediction. Mm. And I would be stunned if that is not the way somebody in our business will just say as a throwaway line or do a whole segment on it. And are they, that, are they on a specific it, network? In the end, says this? Well, I, 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 I would, I would, I would choose uh, the network on which it occurred. Yeah, of course, actually helped him. Actually helped him. Did he? He wanted out, right? Yeah. Did he get out? Yeah. Is he in a better spot now? Yeah. Is he happy that he's there? Yeah. Did Atlanta? Did it hurt Atlanta? Did Atlanta? Certainly, if Atlanta, if Atlanta winds up with a one, which is more than what Houston got for DeAndre Hopkins yeah. at a younger age. Yeah, that's nuts. If Atlanta winds up with oh, did it did it hurt Atlanta? You might even hear that right now with Diana reporting that multiple teams are in. And she said it didn't come from it. She even outed her own source without naming it that her source was not Atlanta because she's like, you know, hey, you're being used to try and get somebody to fork over a one because Atlanta's telling you that uh, they already have a one in their back pocket and she said no. This report is based on somebody who's in on Julio, who wants Julio, but is bummed because they've been told a one's already on the table and they better match it if they want to stay in these sweepstakes. I'm going to be right. You're going to tell me, Rich, you were right. I'm calling my shot right here like Babe Ruth. I've been in this business long enough to know in the long run, hey, if you want out, you know, go on somebody's show and set up something where it sounds like you're not on the air and you get your point across, you still get out, don't you? Only if they're, you're Julio Jones. 
as Diana Rossini referred to him as a 32-year-old wide receiver. That is one that 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 is on his birth certificate. But outside of that, there's also his resume. We're back with our number two. Apparently, there's cheating in baseball that's rampant. How about that? <laughs> but you don't actually believe that, right? Someone's just going to say it. Do you believe it? That it would help him in the long run? Yeah. I think it's 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 unhelpful. These wheels have been in motion. I think it is unhelpful because it's the wrong thing. It is the wrong thing. Our profession should be as on the up and up as possible. I think, again, I don't know. I think Shannon just had him on and thought, of course he knows I'm on the air. Why wouldn't he think he's on the air? Honestly, somebody calls me or texts me right now. I'm thinking, how the hell are they? Why, why how do you not know? That? How do you not know? If you know me, you know what I'm doing between the hours of whatever these hours are, depending on what time zone you're in. Right. I mean, like, why are you calling me right now? Like if Susie called me right now, I'd be like really nervous. Because well, something's going. You know what on. I mean? Like yeah. so if a fan, if if so, I'm assume, but I'm also not assuming that everybody knows that I'm on the air. Like if I have somebody on, I gotta, I will say to them, "Hey, you're on live television right now." FYI, right. And the reason why I'll say that is I've been in the business 25 years. I also don't want them to curse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which could have easily happened, Julio Jones. Easily. Surprised it didn't. Uh, I don't know. He could be like Dion, where you don't curse. Or Philip Rivers, you don't curse. Maybe. I don't know. But it could have, he could have easily dropped an F-bomb. Which would have made it even more viable if he said, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm effing I out am. of there, you know? <laughs> which is probably but what honestly, they were hoping. I don't, I don't think that <laughs> Shannon was like, I'm going to get him on live TV and I'm going to hose him. I don't think that was the case at all. And Irv even backed it up. And said that, you know, he's beloved. He called him Unk. Yeah, I'm sure the there uncle. wasn't malicious no, intent, but, but you need thing. to it's tell him. It's the wrong thing. Yeah. You don't want anybody in this business thinking that of you or this business writ large. It's bad for everybody's business. Yeah. You know? Unless on Sundays, uh, you know, for on NFL Network, maybe we'll do this this fall. Irv's roll the decks is deep. Kurtz is deep, even though Romo never texts him back. Whoa, whoa. And is this thing on? Whoa. And uh, Mooch's Rolodex is deep. We'll just have somebody from their Rolodex. We'll call him on live TV. Won't let him know they're on live TV. We'll call it Game Day Gotcha. gotcha. What, could, what could go wrong? Game Day Gotcha. But then we won't do that. But I'm telling you, I'm going to be right about this. Hour two coming up. 